Oh, another NBA season, regular season that is, in the books. And now it's playoff time. Seku Smith here in Atlanta at headquarters. My main man, Lang Whitaker, is in New York. Yo. But only for the time being. Welcome to the Hangtime Podcast. Lang, you got your train ticket already? What do you I mean? How are you getting around for the first round of the playoffs? I think it's cheaper to fly. I was looking this is morning. It? Yeah. I mean, you yeah, headed to D.C., D- right? D.C. for games one and two, and then to your old stomping ground in Indianapolis. Uh, take a picture, would you? For game, I'll take a picture of that, that picture of you <laughs> they got hanging over the trash can in the media yes, room. Shout out to David Benner, America's Worst PR Man. The the NBA regular season ground to a halt Wednesday night. A couple teams had to win their way in to the postseason at the bottom of the Eastern Conference playoff picture. Indiana gets in. Chicago. I'm not going to say surprisingly, but Chicago gets in. I'm surprised Miami didn't make it. I was, I mean, we were openly rooting for Miami around here. I'm a little bit upset. I'm I'm going to Indianapolis instead. (laughs) Indianapolis Chamber of Commerce, please uh, don't take that uh, personally. Uh, No, I mean, I just just thought the story was better with the heat, you know, coming back from, you know, the ashes to uh, put themselves in there. But, hey, you know, it happens. You got to earn your way into the playoffs, and, it, and it's something you have to do over the course of that 82 games. So, shout out to all the teams that made it, get a chance to play in the second season. Good for them, and you know, and welcome to the the 2017 NBA playoffs. Uh, you know, this first round preview we're going to go through here on the show today is, uh, you know, some some analysis and touch on the storylines. You know, for each and every one of these series, and I, you know, and I'm. I'm as up in the air right now on some of these things as I was, you know, a week ago when we kind of saw the projections of what might happen. I don't know that I don't know that I'm looking at the regular season games and and thinking that bears a ton on, on what might happen in these playoffs because you know I don't know I, I I love some of the matchups for the underdogs, Lang, in almost every series. I think a lot of times also we look at some of those series and you think, oh well, you know, Cleveland against Indiana, Cleveland's going to blow them out. Or, or some of those, you know, one eight or or two seven matchups, and you think they're going to be more lopsided than they end up being, and they they always end up being a little closer and a little more interesting than you think it might be. Yeah, we're going to bring uh, the smartest man in basketball, John Schumann, on uh, a little bit later here to uh, make some predictions. But be- before we get there, let's take a look at at these series one by one. Let's start in Eastern Conference. Number one, surprising number one. To a lot of people, Boston Celtics against number eight Chicago. Regular season series was 2-2. It's a, it's a great opportunity, though, for Rajon Rondo to match up against his former team. You know, he won that championship in Boston, obviously, and he's going to be dealing with the guy who's the new face uh, mm-hmm. of the franchise in, in Boston and Isaiah Thomas. Boston's kind of a, a strange number one in that they're, they're not a you know some 60-win Eastern Conference juggernaut. They kind of... St- stole this thing from Cleveland at the tape. Yeah, and I mean, Rondo matching up against his former team, maybe that's the motivation he needs, you know, like because playoff Rondo is different than regular season Rondo. We we know that already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the um, ultimate competitor. There's no question sure. about that. Sure, and so maybe, you know, this is, this is maybe he's pacing himself for the postseason. I think for Jimmy Butler it's a tough matchup just because Boston has so many of those wing guys they can throw at him right. between, like, you know, Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown and or maybe they put uh, Avery Bradley on him. I mean, they, it, you go Crowder, I, I you could go a lot of different guys. Yeah, yeah. I just it, don't know who other than Jimmy Butler is going to score for for the Bulls in that series. Is Dwayne Wade the the X factor? Believe it or not, for Chicago, could be. Yeah, could be. I mean, clearly, clearly has the playoff experience, and I, I just think if Chicago is going to have a chance in that series, they need like 
Miritich or, or someone else to to kind of go off. Um, I, I don't think Rondo's gonna has that in him offensively to to have a big series there. So they, they need someone else in there to to kind of carry them a little bit. Yeah, the research department did a hell of a job on this. In 2009, last time these guys squared off in the playoffs, seven overtime periods over the seven game series that Boston won in seven game in game. Seven. I mean, are you serious? Isn't that also the series where um, he Rondo's elbow turned inside out? Didn't want to think about that, but I believe you're right. That was that was nasty looking. Um, I'm not a fan, by the way, of this idea that you know the Bulls get in and now they're all of a sudden some got some great chance to upset Boston. They're one eight for a reason. Game one is Sunday, six thirty on TNT. I'm I'm picking in my mind already. I'm I'm already picking Boston to, to punish these guys a little bit. But we'll, like I said, we'll we'll get to the <laughs> predictions later. Number two, Cleveland against the Indiana Pacers. Cavs owned them a bit in the regular season, three one. LeBron is always good against the Pacers and Paul George. But, I, you know, this is a series where we need to see some signs from Cleveland that they're not the team that struggled down the stretch of this regular season and they're the defending champs that can flip well, a switch and roll when they need to. Luckily, the Pacers brought in Lance Stevenson to rile up LeBron just, <laughs> just, just in time for the playoffs. I'm already blowing on the mic here. We're getting ready for Lance Stevenson's antics in this series. It look, I love having him back. <laughs> In the mix. <laughs> I was watching that game last night. <laughs> the Pacers Hawks game. Well, Pacers and the Zombie Hawks, I should say. But I was watching that game last night and I was thinking, like, is there a player more perfect for a fan base no. for whatever reason than Lance is for, for Indiana? I told I Isaiah mean, Thomas that last night. It is the oddest marriage it's, it, but both it's player and fan base that I can I remember. Mean, and it's funny because we've seen Lance go in these other places the last couple of years and you know, he's kind of just like every other player in that city. But for whatever reason, Indiana, man, that guy, he should run for mayor. He's the most anti-Pacers you know? fan favorite I can ever think of. I have no idea why he fits the way he does in that city. But it's Larry Bird loves him. Yeah. Um, which is strange because he's not he the clearly, guy. He clearly loves Larry Bird, too. Yeah, he's not I mean, the kind of guy you would think, hey, who's Larry Bird's favorite player in the NBA? Hmm, Lance Stevenson. What? It doesn't even make sense. Right. But good but good for Lance to be back in the mix. Do you give the Pacers any chance at all? Um, yeah. I think you get – I mean, if anything, you give them a chance because of the way Cleveland's been playing the right. last week or two. Right. I guess we'll see if, if they're able to flip that switch because right. they've been really good in the playoffs, especially in the Eastern Conference playoffs the last couple of years. So I guess we'll see. I don't know. I'm I'm a little – I'm a little torn on Cleveland right now just in general. Like this idea that they don't look like a team to me that has the energy to ride that horse again to the end of the season. I'm looking at them and going, man, have they spent? Have they kind of hit a wall playing to the last game of the season two straight years and trying to do it for a third? You know, yeah. Steve Kerr has mentioned it. Other guys who have been on teams that have tried to make that journey, you know, talk about that third season being the the toughest grind trying to do it. Also, LeBron being to the going to the finals – you know, six years in a row. I'm not, I also, I'm not worried about LeBron. That's everybody else that looks spent <laughs> to me, actually. Also worth probably just keeping an eye on. With like a minute to go in that Hawks-Pacers game, when they were, Pacers were up 16 points, Jeff Teague twisted his ankle yeah. and, and just went straight to the locker room and looked pretty upset about it. So, I don't know. I mean, he, he's been able to bounce back when he was on the Hawks from injuries like that pretty quickly. So, yeah. hopefully, for, for their sake, hopefully he's 100%. My upset special... That I that I would have loved to have picked, but I but I didn't, and I don't. I wish it was so, but I don't believe it is. Is uh, number three Toronto against number six Milwaukee? 
Mm. I would love for the Bucks to turn this thing upside down and, this, you know, this to be one of those seven-game series that goes down to the wire. And on paper, I'm thinking, man, the Bucks they're so long and athletic. They got a chance to push this series. But then again, you think about it, and it's like Toronto, last year I thought Toronto gave, gave people some scares early on. Tough first-round matchup against Indy. Had to battle Miami, you know, and then they get, got their doors blown off in those first two games against Cleveland in the conference finals. Are the Raptors vulnerable at all against the Bucks team with, with Giannis playing out of his mind and Chris Middleton back in the mix? No. No. Okay. I don't think so. You're right. I, I, I mean, mean I Toronto, want it to be. You're Toronto. You, you tell P.J. Tucker, you go out there and bother Giannis. Just knock him all over the place. Who else is going to beat us? You know? I mean, I think. Milwaukee, you're not believing in Jet Terry, then? You're telling me you don't. He's a good player. I mean, I think you don't I believe Milwaukee, Jet can take flight one more time, one last time. No, <laughs> I think Milwaukee has a lot of good complimentary players. I just don't right. know other than Giannis who's going to carry them. Yeah. Um, and Toronto, I mean, they're built for this. I think they've been waiting for for yeah, this. They kind of back to the playoffs and yeah. yeah. And between Lowry and DeRozan, they've got two stud scores out there. I, I'm 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 bullish on the Raptors right yeah. now. Yeah, Bucks are playing with house money though. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're going in with nothing to lose. Just go out there. and – Play like your hair's on fire. You know, Greg Monroe could be a factor in this series, you know, if they can play inside out a little bit and take some pressure off Giannis and Middleton. But I feel like the Raptors have a lot of, I mean, they can throw some big dudes at Monroe too, you know. So Yeah, game one Saturday on ESPN. I want that series to be dramatic for John Hartzell's sake, but you're probably (laughs) right. He's going to be somewhere eating popcorn and screaming at his flat screen because his boys are getting worked. Number four, here we go. This is your favorite series. Number four, Washington versus number five, Atlanta. Wizards own the, the regular season series three one, but John Wall wasn't great, you know, in those yeah. matchups. And one of the one of those the the one that the Atlanta won was when the Wizards were scuffling in right. the, those first ten games. Right, right. You know, the dude to, to me, and he's really been one of the the breakout dudes of the second half of the season is is my boy THJ. Mm-hmm. He's been killing. Mm-hmm. He's about to get paid, by the way. Whether the Hawks want to pay him or not, somebody's going to pay him. Yeah, I, it's funny. I think about this Hawks team. When I was growing up, like in the '90s, the Braves would would clinch, you know, the the Southeast Division every mm-hmm. year, and uh, or whatever it was called, and, and then they would uh, rest all the guys like for the right. last couple weeks of the season, and right. then the playoffs would start, and they would all be cold, and we'd lose every year. And when it got to like the World Series or whatever, right? I feel like this is the opposite with this Hawks team. Like the, the, for the first time in my life. They're hot heading into the playoffs. Yeah, and I'm curious if they can ride that or what that's going to mean. But they they're playing pretty well. I just, I think for for Atlanta, Millsap's the key, and we got to see how healthy he is and how he's able to do. So. What what does Dwight do in this series? I mean, Washington has a big man, obviously, in Gortat, who Dwight knows well. Yeah. But does it, is this a series where we get to see the best of Dwight Howard? It's the, it's like the Orlando Magic front court from 2010. <laughs> against, Dwight against uh, Gortat. Maybe they can, maybe the Warriors will let Zaza come down and uh, they'll loan him to uh, one of the teams just to complete the practice uh, matchups they used to have in Orlando. Somebody find somebody find Anthony Johnson. <laughs> I I just don't. Um, I don't know. Like it's funny because these teams are to me they're built similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they they each have like the big man and then a lot of kind of smaller guys around them. Right. Or And they have – both teams have a lot of kind of wing players they can use. You know, Atlanta has Prince and Bembry and, and THJ, and Washington has Porter and, and Morris, and uh, Ubre is playing pretty well. Um, so 
I, I think they're very similar. I, I don't I don't know if Atlanta has an answer for John Wall though. Right. Uh, I've, I've been high on on Washington since they got it cranked back up. To me, they're they're the one. If their energy is right in these playoffs, they're the one team to me that's really dangerous to not only whoever they're dealing with right now, but in the bigger picture. I think they're the one team that could give Cleveland fits. Um, if you know, if they were to find a way to match up here down the road in the playoffs, I don't. The thing with the Wizards, I don't know, is like who's their wing stopper? Who do they put on? I think Paul, not even wing, kind of like like who do they put on Paul Millsap? Who do they put on LeBron? Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, you know it has to be a combination of guys, but I think the dude who's their defensive X factor is is Kelly Uber. I mm. think he's a dude that you know when they deploy him defensively in in the playoffs, they're going to be able to kind of isolate him on one guy and agitate you know just he's athletic he's young enough he's got the bounce um you know and they, I, I also it, feel like he's young enough that he's not going to get any calls and he's going to get foul trouble <laughs> a lot against Millsap or against LeBron that's fine I just want him to go out there and occupy somebody though you know what I mean because it takes that pressure off Bradley Beal yeah. who a couple years ago Bradley Beal was the defensive stopper against Atlanta mm-hmm. in a playoff series where he took Kyle Corver out of the mix on a consistent basis. And you remember that series, like the guy who was making all the big shots for them was Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, right. But they, you know, who makes those big shots now? It's got to be Beal. It's Beal now. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You need somebody else to serve as that kind of defensive stop. You don't have a Kyle Corver to deal with, but right. whoever you deal, you know, whoever it is, it needs to be somebody with the size and athleticism that you need to deal with either a Millsap or I don't know who else for Atlanta would be the threat, you know, hard yeah. away, I guess. That's going to be an interesting series, though. I really believe that. I think, yeah, I do too. I think it'll be a closer series than yeah. um, probably people expect it to be. You'll be there Sunday, one o'clock, and Wednesday, and in Washington, yeah, <laughs> and for Game Two at least. At least we know there's going to be at least four of every one of these series. We know we're getting at least four. Yeah. Um, Western Conference, to me, believe it or not, does not hold as much intrigue. Mm. I don't, as much as I love the Grizzlies, and I'll be in Memphis next week, mm-hmm. you know, for game three, I don't see San Antonio having a whole lot of struggles. And I know some people think, oh, you know, the Grizzlies will muck it up, and they'll, you know, this. even though they went 2 2 in the regular season, I don't. When Tony Allen bumped his knee last night, I thought, oh, man, that, that's no good. Because if you don't have <laughs> him at 100% to try and, yeah. you know, bother Kawhi Leonard, that yeah. that changes the entire complexion. The only the the only thing that really holds out any mystery to me is what kind of chip do you have on your shoulder in a playoff series when you're playing your big brother who used probably used to pound you all the time. So Mark Gasol has got a chance now for the first time in the playoffs to exact some revenge on on Big Brother. He gets to go at Powell in this series. I also kind of feel like it's it's Mike Conley's series to step up. Mm-hmm. You know, that we've been talking for years about how he's the best player to not make an all-star game and how he's the right. got paid last summer. And, and so now Dude. let's see what you got. You know, <laughs> your team needs you now. Let's see what let's see what you got. Well, he gets I mean, he gets the marquee for the Grizzlies, you know, certainly in that series. It'll be interesting to see what happens with him Saturday at 8 p.m. on ESPN that game one. Um, Houston and Oklahoma City. Arguably the best first round matchup for reasons other than <laughs> you know anything anything other than the MVP yeah. uh, cage match we get with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. I think the real cage match is going to be Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook. Because <laughs> you remember when he got hurt years ago? That, uh, do that do I happened. and everybody else in Oklahoma City? I mean, yeah. of course. I don't I don't know if if 
I don't know if Patrick Beverly's ready for what he might see in this series. Though. Russ is playing on a yeah. – he's in another stratosphere right now. Finish the season like an MVP, and you know he's going to be ready to roll in this series because this is an opportunity for – they pull the upset. Mm-hmm. It makes – you know, you, you think about it. He's got a chance to win an MVP. He's got a first-round series against his former teammate and friend since they were kids and has a chance to poke a hole in their magical season. And then you you know what awaits beyond there. It's it's lined up for Russ to to continue this storybook season, if you ask me. I don't know. I, I feel like... You don't see it. I would love to see it. I don't know. I just don't... I mean, the Rockets beat them 3-1 to one in the regular season, and I feel like they... they I, I, watch, I mean, Houston's a team that really scares me in the playoffs if I'm a Western Conference team, because... They've got all these three-point shooters, and who knows? Maybe one of those games they get hot and they hit 23s or something like that, and then you're, you know. Um, or they don't. Well, Harden didn't shoot that well <laughs> against the Thunder this season. I mean, he only shot 34%, and they won three games to one. I mean, they clearly know some things about playing the Thunder. and Maybe they don't get hot like you said, but I, they to me they have like the highest upside yeah. um, of a team in, in the Western Conference. You think uh... – I mean, I know this is a foolish question after watching him all year. You think Russ has got the energy to to go to another level in the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because he's had to crank it up and play, yeah. you know, in the clouds all year. You, what do you, how do you dial that up to the next level for the postseason? I'm curious to see uh, what, well, what he can bring. Well, two things. Number one, we didn't think he could do it all year, and he did. Right. You know, I think right. everyone thought, well, there's no way this is going to keep up, and he did it. And the other thing is, I mean, now he's going to have some time off between games True. Like, that he didn't have in the regular season. He's there, there are no more back-to-backs. There's no more, you know, traveling and playing the next day. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like he's going to if, – if, if he needed more rest, he's going to get more rest than he's had all year long. So, so let's see what he's got. I'm just going on saying it now. It's my favorite series, first-round series to watch. Um mm-hmm. Just for the how often we might see Russ and James going at each other, you right. know, in the 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 battle within the battle in that first round series. Game one is Sunday at uh, nine p.m. on TNT, the Oklahoma City in Houston for a first round series. Clippers and Jazz, the four or five matchup line, they've kind of been on a collision course for quite some time. Um, the Clippers won the regular season series three one. As much as I want this to be a dramatic thing, you know, Jazz back in the playoffs for the first time, you know, blah, blah, blah. This this doesn't strike me as nearly the melodramatic series as people are making it out to be. Uh, <laughs> you know not? what I mean? Because uh, the Clippers are – we've come to expect the Clippers to deal with a ton of adversity no matter what. Like Something's going to go wrong for the Clippers at some point in this series. Right. And then we'll, you know, we'll see if they overcome that or not, but – it's never smooth sailing for Doc and this Clippers team, and this should this will be, I'm sure, the same script they follow in this series. I'm really interested to watch the Gobert DeAndre yes. matchup yeah. because I, I I've I watched the Jazz a couple times this year and in person and watch them on TV a lot, mm-hmm. and you know people there's been a lot of talk about how Gobert has become um, an elite center, um, you know maybe even first team All NBA I've, right. I've heard and. Um, and now he's going to get at least four games of DeAndre. And so I, I, I think that's the matchup that's going to 
swing a thing one way or the other. It could one way or the other. Yeah. And also just like for, for Utah, like other than Hayward, who who's gonna score for them? Yeah. Um, you know, George Hill has to play huge. Yeah. Um, I, they need someone else to I don't know if it's Joe Johnson or, or right. somebody to to, to kind of step up and, and and carry the load offensively a little bit. Can you believe it's been ten years since Joe Johnson <laughs> led your Hawks out of the wilderness into the playoffs? Ten straight years. Yeah. Joe Hawks been playing. I thought, thought you mentioned Joe. I thought about that. It's crazy. Um, I you know the the one guy that I would have loved to have seen at full strength in this series would have been Derek Favors. It's you know just to see how he could match up against Blake Griffin in a playoff yeah. series. We're going to be robbed of that. Obviously, Favors has not been healthy all year. Um, not you know not close to one hundred percent healthy all year. Uh, but how about Joe Johnson and Jamal Crawford? Off the bench, you know those two guys. One of those two guys may be swinging this series. Um, you know, I saw Jamal um, last week in L.A. and uh, talked to him for for a little minute, um, just about you know all kinds of stuff. The season, how he's feeling, you know, and what their team is is kind of looking like going into the playoffs. They they're confident now. They the Clippers feel like they're this is their opportunity to really. You know, make some noise in the playoffs. We're gonna see if it if it comes to fruition or not. But they're super confident right now. I feel like they they should win this series. Yeah, I mean, I mean they they've got home court, they've got experience, they've got their big three. You know, they're, they're healthy. healthy. For once, they should, yeah, they should win this series. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Game one Saturday at ten thirty p.m. on East ESPN. Um, last and certainly not least. The 1-8 matchup in the West, the Golden State Warriors against the Portland Trail Blazers. Portland, great story. Dame Lillard, who we uh, got a chance to see earlier this year in Oakland at his old high school when they were uh, rededicating the gym and, and retiring his jersey. What a hell of a come comeback for him and the Blazers and, and how they rebounded from from their struggles earlier this season. Um, but I'm worried that just getting to the playoffs – Yep kind of you know becomes this thing well hey we we turned around we got to the playoffs there's no shame in getting j- smoked and i'm not saying that dame has that attitude by any stretch or you know but i'm right. saying just the the general mood might you know might be that hey we turned around we got here but you know nobody expects us to beat the warriors in this series I, and i would kind of feel like I, the the guy i want to really see is kevin durant he's back yeah He's kind of playing his way back into into form, but um, I, I think the the Warriors they have a lot to prove. Yeah, um, and and to bring him back healthy now and get him back in the mix, um, you know, we'll see if they're able to get back to the way they were playing before he got hurt. And for Portland, I mean, also that that sort of that turnaround came when they traded for Nurkic, right? And uh, we don't know. About his availability, we'll we'll hear something in the next day or two. But I, getting him back for them is is going to be huge because I don't know if the Warriors really have an answer for him. You don't I mean, think Zaza is the answer? <laughs> I, mean, I guess they'll put Draymond on him. <laughs> you but... don't think Zaza Pachulia is the answer? Uh, Zaza's the question. <laughs> you don't think Zaza's JaVale my... McGee is the answer? Zaza is my dude. I w- look, never underestimate Zaza. In a playoff series, you know yep. what he brings. Head first, he'll be head first in that series. Um, 
I, I want to see if if the Warriors are locked in from the first round. Like, you know, like are they playing at that next level right away in this postseason? And I think they need to be. I think that's something that they got to they got to do it from the start. Like I want to see them on their championship grind from day one. Mm-hmm. That'll tell me something about what their focus is right now and and where their heads are at um, heading into this postseason. Because, I mean, they gave up a three one lead last year in the finals. To me, that that dictates that you have to show up with the world's biggest chip on your shoulder for a front runner, for a team that, right. for the for the winningest team in basketball the last three seasons. You got to show up like nobody believes in you after giving up that lead in the finals last year. You got to show up like, like like you got a bunch of haters out there. Well, don't you think Draymond's pretty good at like coming up with the? the well, I mean, I don't think motivation. Draymond needs any assist. I mean, Draymond shows yeah. up like that when he when his eyes open up every day. He's ready to. Yeah, I think having Draymond there will be helpful. I mean, <laughs> but you got to have everybody on that on that skis. And Durant has something to prove. Yes, he's the guy who has something to, yes. to show. So, I mean, I, I think they they'll, they'll have plenty of motivation. Yeah, I mean, I I just want to see that they've got it cranked up like that from from game one in in these playoffs. And you know, I I think you know Damian Lillard's going to show up with something to prove. Uh, I just don't know if the personnel in Portland is going to be good enough to get them through. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't know what the prediction was on the, on the. Uh, on the series preview, I have to go back and look, but I'm, I'll be surprised if anybody picked it to go more than five games. Um, that that one eight series in the Western Conference game one Sunday in Oakland at three thirty Eastern on ABC. And look for all the information you need, previews, videos, um, analysis, everything on each series. Uh, NBA.com slash playoffs has everything. Every, absolutely everything you need. So don't hesitate to get on NBA.com and check that stuff out. should be crazy interesting. The second season cranking up here um, around the NBA. And if you want to really dig in depth on all these series, you know our man John Schumann has the breakdown for each and every one of them, you know, like nobody else can do. And he's joining us now on the Hang Time Podcast to go over these series and let's make some predictions and also get uh, his playoff edition of the Schumann stat. Fellas. Schumann, what's up? I got some uh, playoff-related uh, trivia. These are all uh, related to the, to the matchups that we have in the first round. This, this sounds like something you've been sitting up all night trying to cook up to make us look bad. I... <laughs> I don't have a good feeling uh, yeah. about this. I, I concocted uh, one interesting <laughs> three, three, three questions. Fair, two of them are fairly quick and straightforward. We can All do right. quick and straightforward ones first. All right, which let's do first, it. First, first round match, which first round series is a matchup that has, we have never seen in the playoffs, NBA playoffs? Hmm. What do you mean, never seen? These two teams have never played each other in the playoffs. Oh, oh. Utah, uh, Utah Clippers. No. Toronto, Milwaukee. Twice. Correct. Bucks mm. and uh, Raptors never happened. Of course, because hmm. the Raptors have barely played in the playoffs and barely <laughs> made it out of the first round. Um, uh, which quick one? Which uh, which series is the only series first round series matching a top five offense versus a top five defense? Uh. 
Who's got the, who's got the top five offenses? Uh, I'll tell you, uh, hit all all eight high seeds have a top ten offense, mm-hmm. which is I, I went back uh, several years and couldn't find a, a I'm trying to think of top, that before, top five defense. Clippers, Jazz, correct? Yes, Clippers are uh, fourth fourth in offensive efficiency or finished fourth in offensive efficiency. Utah third in defensive efficiency. And like twenty seventh right. on so offense. Here's the one that's a little bit uh, tougher, a little bit longer one. Great. There are seven players on playoff oh, rosters boy. who have previous who have previously played for the team they're facing in the first round. Oh man. Oh gosh. Three of them are pretty high profile. I will say. Right, Ron, Rondo. Rondo one, yeah. Um. Uh, man. The other two high-profile ones are both in the Western Conference. Hmm. Pla- Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol, correct. Oh, good one, yeah. Um, the other one, come on. <laughs> come on here, Western Conference. Oh, James Harden. James Harden. Yeah, right. duh. <laughs> All right, now the other one, We're the other so four stupid. top. The other four are tough. Uh, On one Eastern Conference team, you Mm -hmm. have two guys with the same last name who both played uh, played for the team that they're facing in the first round. Eastern Conference team, same last name, Mm -hmm. played for... Not related, but same last name. Same last name, not related. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Hmm. I was trying to think of guys with the same last name. I was thinking Darren Williams and Derek Williams, but no. I'll give you a, a hint. One of these guys was, has not been on his team for very long. Uh, well, I know it ain't Serge Ibaka. Um, Tucker. No. No. Who? Uh, let's see. What the hell kind of questions did he shoot? <laughs> what is it? Wait, it's like the SAT or one. something. I'm, good, I'm so confused I, by I, this. I'm <laughs> two guys this with one. the same names? Two guys with the same last name. They're on the same team? On an Eastern Conference team. They're both on, they're on the same team, and they both played for the team they're playing in the first round. One guy was signed, like, yesterday. <laughs> uh, Dante Jones. Dante Jones and uh, James Jones. James, James Jones. Jones. Yes, both played for the Pacers. That's right. I had James thinking, Jones was my rookie when he was I, in uh, Indy. Man. I was thinking of the two other Cavs with the same last name, Darren and Derek Williams. But uh, uh, Derek Williams has never been on a playoff team before, now has he? Yeah, right, so we got five of the, the Pacers. Yeah, we've got five of the seven guys. Yeah, that's right. Derek Williams was part of that trivia question a couple weeks ago. Guys who had never played in the playoffs. Um, we got five guys so far: Rondo, Harden, Al Gasol, uh, Dante Jones, and James Jones. There's a guy on the Pacers who used to play for the Cavs. This might be a tougher one. <laughs> you think? Because I, 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 I was looking through it. I was like, wait, he played for the. I, I forgot. He played in the non-LeBron years with Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um. I don't. I'll be honest. With you, I totally forgot. Hold that on. He did. Um, wait, 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 wait. See, no, CJ Miles didn't play for him. Yes, CJ Miles, correct. Oh, holla. 
CJ Miles played uh, 2012, 13, and 13, 14 with Cleveland. Man, that tells you how bad they were then. I don't even remember that he played. (laughs) (laughs) Neither. I had no clue. I don't even remember. I had no clue. The last one is probably the most difficult. I had no clue this happened. This guy is a Western Conference. Mm -hmm. He's a starter on a Western Conference playoff team. All right. And once had a 10-day. He started his career on a 10-day with the team that his team is playing. Oh damn! He's a young guy, mm-hmm. starter on the west on a Western team. Mm. Bob the, uh, No, no. Keep going. Keep cluing us. I'm trying he's to think of some the, guy uh, who. He's in who the would have two started with seven the series in the West? Two seven series in the West. Damn it, man! Let me look at this. Clint Capella. Nope. No, he's with his. That's, he's, that's the 3-6 series. 2-7 San Antonio <laughs> oh, Memphis. What do we make on our SAT combined? Wouldn't, wouldn't have got us into junior college. Um, hmm. 2-7. On Memphis. Starter for Memphis. <laughs> Is it Marcusel? No. Starting power forward. He got for traded, right? Memphis Grizzlies. Is Michael Green? Jermichael Green yes. started his career on a 10-day contract. He got a, had a single 10-day contract. They didn't even give him a second 10-day contract. <laughs> but he played four games with the Spurs on a 10-day contract right. in January of 2015. Wow. And, Shu, where do you come up with this stuff? Dude? I don't know where I, I mean, that, that, I was just curious because I, I knew the Harden and Pow, and I was like, oh, I wonder how many other ones there are that are playing. And then Schumann does sound like he was up all night. Oh, there's no question he was up all night. You're up on coming up with the stats for the <laughs> stat nuggets. Ugh, um, that was painful. I, I feel dumber than <laughs> normal right one, now. Though. I like that. That Dante Jones and James Jones is an is a uh, is a fun. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad. I had James. I had James Jones when he got first got in the league in Indy. Um, I had two. And think about this. I had two Joneses that that were my young guys when I was covering the Pacers back then. Who was the other one? Uh, Solomon Jones. Fred Jones. Oh, I was going to say Damon. Dunk champion Freddie Jones and James Jones. Throw a little trivial at Wasn't you Solomon Jones. Jones on the Pacers, too, at one point? Solo was on the Hawks yeah. when I was covering him. He was he did go to the Pacers later. Uh, but okay. um, you talk about a dude who was allowed. The fact you remember Solomon Jones makes me smile because he goes down in the books as one of the funniest dudes I've ever dealt with on an NBA team. Very, I remember very we funny to, individual. We went to play pickup during the finals at the University of Miami gym, and he was there. That's right. Like that. Yes. I remember that. Solo, baby. You talk about funny. Oh, man. Um, anyway. Uh, Lang and I already talked about uh, each series. shoe. just kind of gave some, some uh, snapshot analysis on all of these series. Um, so let's – I mean, and we saved our predictions for you. We wanted to save it for – uh, someone with better brain power than we could muster. So we're going to go through them um, west to east, just right down the list, and uh, give some predictions for how many games and who wins each one of these series. Um, starting off with Warriors-Blazers, how many games, shoe, and who wins? Uh, four games, and uh, it won't be the Blazers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Warriors in four. Uh, I'll take the Warriors in five just to be different, and 
praying that we get one magical night from Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum. Um, Spurs Grizzlies in that 2-7 in the West. Who you got, Lang? I was there last year when the Spurs knocked him out in four. Um, I think the Grizzlies are a little better prepared this year. Everyone's not hurt, but I still think the Spurs win in um, five. Let's say you, Shu. I'll say Spurs in five, too. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Spurs in six only because I think the Grizzlies have a little more bite to them under Fisdale and uh, could stretch this series out a little bit. And I think despite how well they've played throughout the course of the year, I think the Spurs are more vulnerable than people think. Um, the one thing I'll say is, like, this will be the slowest-paced series. Like, these, <laughs> these, these guys played so, like, like yeah. peach fewer, possessions, fewer possessions than the the, 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 the the weaker team has a better shot, you yeah. know, just because it'll be a – you know, a little bit more of a grind fest right? Um, than some of these other series. My favorite series of all of them, Rockets, Thunder, the MVP Bowl. Who you got? Shoe, who's who's coming out on top of that one? I'll say Rockets in seven. Seven? Seven. I, I agree. Or, Same. Feels like an epic series, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I hope we get it. I mean, we need a seven game or somewhere. That and you're right. That might be our best chance to get it if if this next one isn't. I'll, I'll ride the train on the Rockets in seven, and I hope Russ and James Harden both get triple doubles in all seven games. How, about how many how many minutes do you think Westbrook plays? Uh, forty, forty, forty-five, forty-three, easy. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say forty-four. Yeah. yeah, I think like it's going to be two minute rest. I mean, what are you saving him for? Yeah. yeah, how many how many games do you think Patrick Beverly fouls out of? Seven. <laughs> Roberson, too. It's like one of those guys. Yeah, that dude. You know, yeah. like Harden's going to get to the line, too, and Roberson's going to be guarding him 90% of the time. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, Jazz Clippers in the 4 or 5 in the West Lang. Who you got? How many games and who wins it? I'll take the Clippers in six. Hmm. Maybe, maybe in Clippers five. In seven. I'll go five. You think, yeah, you think I'll, take, I'll take Clippers in seven. You like that seven. one to go seven? Huh. Yeah. Two good teams. Well, I'm the Clippers s- been playing well, finished the, the season strong. Yes, so. they did. I'm going to say Clippers in six. Um, I, I do like the Clippers in that series, but I, I do want to point out that that Jazz team, to me, if they can if they can get some quality work out of their bench, that could be a, that could be a, a slight upset special series. I'm well, just throw it out question there. Is how healthy are they? You know, the right. guys have been so banged up. Like I know. George Hill's just in and out and in and out, and yeah. Rodney Hood in and out, and Favors, you know, just came back at the end of the season. I know, so. and I want to see Favors. At, I would love to have seen – I told Langer, I would have loved to have seen Favors at yeah. his healthy best to match up with Blake a little bit, just to see if he could, you know, give Blake any kind of pause. But um, let's go to the East now. Celtics-Bulls in that 1-8 matchup. Um what do you what do you say, Lang? Celtics over the Bulls? How many games? You're not picking Celtics, an upset, are you? No, I, I think Celtics in six. Um, yeah, I'm, it's the Bulls are so flaky, you know. Like <laughs> it's hard to figure out what you're going to get. You don't like Hoyball? You're not down with Hoyball? They're just so awful. Like against <laughs> bad teams and good against good teams. Like I, I don't I I don't know what to make of them, but I'll go uh, Celtics. In uh, five, I, I I think I like that idea. Celtics in five. I don't know if the Bulls have the desire 
um, or the ability to stretch that series any further than that. Um, Cavs Pacers shoot in that two seven. I, I've already gone on record as saying that I think the Cavs are Cavs are playing with fire, thinking they can just flip the switch. Third year of trying to play to the last game of the season is a grind, and, and it looks to me like it's wearing on them a little bit. I will go uh, Cavs in five, just because I feel like you know. This isn't the you know this is the year they don't sweep through the first round and maybe this might be the year they don't make it to the finals but we'll see. Yeah, I think the same. I, I, they might run into trouble, but it's not going to be against Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I like the Pacers to not spring the upset. Um, Cavs in five, maybe sweat just a little bit in a game, and that's about it. They'll the the sweep. Switch can be flipped in this series. Maybe not for the entire postseason, but certainly in against the Pacers. Um, Raptors-Bucks, to me, another interesting series. Uh, the long and athletic Bucks trying to tussle with a Raptors team this year. I'm coming around. I think you're right. I think they're better than I, I've been giving them credit this year. Um, I, who, do you, who do you think comes out on top in this series in how many games? You know, I, I – like, I – I've told you, like, I like Toronto a lot, and I think they're going to make their second. If it's them and Cavs in the conference semis, that could be really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, they became a really good defensive team after the All-Star break, after trading for Ibaka and Tucker. They're, they have a lot more versatility, and then they got Kyle Lowry back. Um, but, you know, I've covered all, every Raptors playoff series in the last few years, and my goodness, they just never play. <laughs> they just they lose game yeah. one all the time yeah. at home. Game one Saturday always they always lose. So it's hard for me to just say you know they'll take care of business. Um, so I will say Raptors in six. I feel similarly to John. I'm, I'm I told Seku earlier. I'm I'm bullish on the Raptors. Um, I'll take Raptors in five. I want to pick an upset so bad. We, we, we don't have a single upset so far. And I want coming. an upset so bad. There's one more series left. I know. And this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this isn't the one, unfortunately, for the Bucks. Not now. I, I I think the Raptors are the team that challenges Cleveland now. I think in the future, the Bucks could be the team that is on on the ascent and on the come up in, in the near future. So I'm going to go Raptors – Six games, um, and that's being kind to to Jason Kidd and the Bucks because I'm not sure if they have the chops to stretch that thing out to six. Um, final one, Lang, we'll let you go first. Um, Wizards and Hawks, uh, you picking an upset? I wrote the preview for this for NBA.com, and I picked Wizards and six. Oh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> that being said... <laughs> I don't know if you remember last week's Hang Time podcast, but I said at the time, you know, the Hawks had a back-to-back against yeah, Cleveland yeah, and a game against right. Boston coming up. And I said, I've watched the Hawks my entire life, and, I, and if anything I've learned, it's that the Hawks will probably win two out of three in this series. They won three out of three. I underestimated them. My Hawks will not allow me to pick against them. They're hot right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Hawks figure out a way to muck up this series and, and make it interesting. But I pick Wizards at six. All right. I'll say yeah, Wizards in five. I wow. Just, uh, yeah. Quick I, work, baby. 
you know, I'm a stat guy, and the Hawks just are basically have the worst point differential of any playoff team ever. Um, their record was a little bit inflated. Uh, yeah, I mean, they had the worst point differential in the Hornets and Heat this year. So um, that's because they had like four games they lost by like 35 points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Wizards, they also had a top five defense, right? Hawks, yes, and uh, just an awful, awful, like awful bottom offense. five offense. So I'll, I'll go Wizards. You know, I think um, their bench upgrades at the deadline. You know, both uh, Bogdanovich. Yeah. Um, well, Brandon. Yeah, they got. Yeah. Uh, also, Mahimi was was big, but of course he's hurt to start the series, so that hurts a little bit. But Jason Smith's yeah. been better than better than uh, advertised, I think. Yeah. So I think they're just better. Like they can go eight deep, and that's important. You know, they they couldn't do that early in the season, but they can go eight deep, and that that's basically all you need in the playoffs. So I'll go Wizards. I just feel like I feel like the the combination of John Wall and Beal playing, you know, with what they fit, believe is an opportunity to really challenge in the East is going to be too much for the Hawks to deal with. Um, but East I, that, semifinals could be great, man. You know, like oh, I know. Boston, Washington. Yeah. But that Cleveland, said, Toronto could be two great series. Think about it now, Paul Millsaps. He makes such a huge difference for the Hawks. Um, who he matches up good, against him in that series? Like that's who? what I asked. I asked Seku earlier. I said, yeah. I don't. I don't know who guards Millsap. And if Washington like has to go through Cleveland, who who matches up with LeBron yeah. in that series? Yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I think Wizards in six is a reasonable expectation for that series. Um, so I'll roll with that, and uh, and like you said, shoot as as much as I enjoy the first round of the playoffs, I, I I do catch myself peeking to the next round to see like who's gonna you know what those series might look like if the teams we expect to win make it through. Where if you have a dream scenario for the second round in every series in the entire playoffs, which which matchup is it? Oh, that I would look forward to most. Yes, I think Cleveland, Toronto, honestly. I mean, San Antonio, Houston could be fantastic, obviously. Right. Um, but Cleveland, Toronto would, you know, would be could be could be really good, and would be sort of the you know the referendum on the Cavs, uh, you know, ability to flip the switch. You know, more yeah. than obviously a lot more than than a Pacers series would be. Lang, you got one potential second round series that you're looking at. Going, man, I can't wait for this. I would probably. The problem is I don't know in the East. Like I, I don't, I'm not convinced. I don't know who's going to win that Houston OKC series. I know we all picked Houston, but right, I wouldn't be shocked if OKC pulls that thing out. I mean, we we're on tap to maybe get a second round Golden State Clippers. That's the one I'm thinking of. Battle the Petty which Bowl could be interesting. Yeah, seriously, that would be the greatest Petty Bowl of all time with Draymond hating on one side, and the, the entire Clippers team hating on the other. You'd have some some interesting moments and some interesting games. I don't know if you have an interesting series as far as you think the Warriors you know, would roll them six or seven game drama or yeah. anything like that. But you think the Warriors might um, just roll them? I mean, they've just owned that team right. for the last three years. I mean, really. So um, be some California love. Tough. I mean, the Clippers' last run. You know, who knows? But um, you know, be great. Tra- It'd be a great traveling series for the schleps that get to cover it, though. Yeah. Just hopping back and forth from L.A. to Oakland. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Uh, John Schumann, joining us as always, enlightening the world 
brightening up our day here on the Hang Time Podcast with Schumann Stat and then some. Uh, Shu, I've seen your travel schedule. Um, you're going to be a busy man the next next few uh I'm good. A few days here. Uh, we'll got me on Porter Airlines, and I'm <laughs> I am good to go. <laughs> Get your passport you ready, too. baby. Um, some pout- poutine this weekend. And <laughs> we'll uh, we'll try and track you down every next Thursday. I don't know where everybody's going to be. I think I'm going to be in the air. Or on the road somewhere next day. We'll all be floating around somewhere at the playoffs. Next I got to week, figure so. out how to get from Washington to Indiana. Um, Pony Express, baby. <laughs> go old school on them. <laughs> I gotta go see if I can book a room in the Trump Grand or whatever it is. <laughs> DC. Oh man! All right, shoot. We appreciate you, sir. All right, fellas. All right. It. See you down Thanks, the road. Um, interesting stuff, Lane. These the playoffs is a whole new ball of wax. We get to. Hit the reset button, which is kind of nice. Um, yeah, that's I, you. You're the one who should want to hit the reset button. Why? Because bragging rights are settled. I don't know anything. I have no idea what you're talking about. We're not doing bragging. You didn't hear? You didn't get the memo? We canceled bragging rights. It's done. We're not even bothering with it. We didn't do it all season. It was, it was <laughs> that was fake mind. news, baby. That was, that was pure fake facts. news. We didn't record any of that. that was, Seriously. Alternative facts for me, huh? Seriously, Hornets. All I asked for. All I asked for, for was one night, one night to rise up and fight the power. And they lost by 27 And they points. got stroked. <laughs> so, yeah, Lang had a 3-0 and week last Ugh, week God. to finish the season two games ahead of Seku. Unbelievable. For the bragging rights title, he wins bragging rights. And the prize is bragging rights. Two, that's all two he of the last, Two of the last he's three won, years. Yeah, he's won two out of the last three years. Basically, he, he got a... It's a dynasty. He got... <laughs> He got a flyer last time when Rick was involved because Rick was always muddying up the process. Uh, we had to have other people pick for Rick all the time. He's throwing me off my game. Uh, and you have no excuse this year. <laughs> this year it's just I'm screwed. Uh, but that's all right. That's all right. Uh, we we can crank up a finals. We Wait till we get to the finals. We're going to see who wins bragging rights for the finals. It's, it's one thing to be the regular season MVP, but who shows up? When all the marbles are on the line, that's what counts. Um, yeah. So I'm not worried about. It. I'll, I'll let this one go. I'll move on from this. I will rebound. It'll I be, will be back. It'll be training camp soon. Up. <laughs> Get to come back strong next year. Speaking of Rick, I saw a story on Twitter this morning on Forbes.com that Rick Fox has formed a new private equity firm with an esports focus. So I got to holler at Rick because. Uh, <laughs> See if you let me hold a couple bucks here. <laughs> I just saw him Sunday night. We were working together Sunday when I got back. Or Sunday morning, actually. I was in here crack of dawn on Sunday. Um, he's He looks like he's he's recovered from whatever had him jacked up with his back. I mean, he's, he's yeah. moving around good. He's looking good. Maybe, but maybe it's all that money he had in his back pocket. Um, I guess so. Holding him back. Good for him. Holler at your boys, Rick. Give some free tickets to the Bahamas, baby. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. is. I should get a trip to the Bahamas for winning. Oh, no, stop like it. Second As time we in three always years. tell you, subscribe on iTunes. Be sure to leave a glowing review. And there'll be new episodes every Thursday this postseason as well. We'll see you next week right here on the Hangtime Podcast. Later. Thanks for listening to the Hangtime Podcast. And be sure to subscribe on iTunes for a new episode every single Thursday this season. And as always, people, remember. Say Kuna Matata.